Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I am your hunk. I'm Doge and he comes highly recommended. I'm not into hurting people. That's his chunk. <laughs> and I'm Carter. You be careful, son. Rick, I'm sorry I said all those terrible things about you. Wait, what? I didn't say chunk. Uh, just say it. Just say it now. Just say it now. We'll edit it back in. It will be seamless. Chunk. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. We nailed it. Hey, Jordan. Yeah. I'm noticing a pattern. You keep saying the word at the top of our episode. I'll never be the hunk. I'll never be the hunk again after this one. I've just done a lot. You know? What's happening in your life this week? Thanks for tuning in to Jordan's weekly updates. What's going on in your life? Well, besides still doing sandwiches and still doing our Zelda playthrough. So that's called a callback. Um, it's a device used in a lot of media um, to build familiarity. But besides those two things, uh, we are adopting a cat today. Yay. Pretty much right when we're done recording, Callie and I are going to uh, go adopt a, a, a little orphan cat, four years old. His name is Bruce. Bruce? Bruce. Well, Bruce. that's awesome. Yeah. So about I this think it's movie. all right. I mean, I think it's okay. That's, you know, if you think that's worthy of being a hunk, this is the kind of thing where it's like- To part the curtain here, Doge is mad because he thinks I've been the hunk too many times. Well, you waste, you do, you do, you do waste it on- a sandwich week, and we spent a whole week, a whole episode, it felt like, a long episode, talking did, about your, did your entire sandwich. Did not feel like a waste to me or our listeners. Let me hear you. In, from the dog pound listeners, you love that sandwich. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I know you love it. Let me hear you go sandwich crazy. <laughs> sandwich crazy. 
Oh man, how did we get through that whole thing and never once reference being sandwich crazy? I don't know. That's actually my biggest regret. Wait, did, I did. Yes, I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's not. It's not a reason to be the hunk. I think the hunk means like you did something great in a good way. Doge, you did something great in a not good way. That's yeah, true. That's true. And I think it's worth. Sharing. Yeah, you did. You did something great. Not the positive connotation of great, but great, sort of like uh, large, like Oz, like Oz the Great and Terrible. Right. Yes. 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 <laughs> I learned an important lesson about Zoom backgrounds this week, <laughs> and as we've all done, to bring some levity love feels like the right word. Love and laughter and levity to this pandemic time. I found some funny Zoom backgrounds that I've been using on our calls to just play jokes on. My friends, Jordan and Carter and Boy, Adam. Boy, howdy, you got us. And they're real funny. I found one. I Googled man hairy belly. And That's my favorite one. Google imaged it. <laughs> and it was it was just real funny, guys. I mean, it was it was just peak, a- peak classic doge. You know what I mean? Like somebody would see that and be like, that's that, doge for that's sure. That's doge. Um, not the belly, the person. But I did not know that whenever you hang up Zoom, it still keeps your same virtual background. And hey, by the way, week, it should not. By the way, it no, super no, no. should not. Zoom, if you're listening, that is a bug. That's a big design flaw. It's not a feature. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I did end up having to jump on uh, some semi-important, actually pretty it's important. It's the most important Zoom call we've ever had. Yeah, let's call it important. a business call, maybe. A pretty important business call with my pod friends here. And I was the first one on the call and, <laughs> and did forget that background was still a hairy belly. So I... I picked up and the person definitely saw it and definitely laughed. And I turned off my camera, muted my microphone and pretended I had connection problems. <laughs> oh, That's worse. That is yeah. worse. You did make yeah. it worse. I did make it worse. But then I was like, do I address it? Do I like, as I'm hanging up, be like, Hey, I know you saw that hairy belly picture. And I want to say that's not my belly. And it's just a funny one I found on Google as a joke. But no, then, what does that do for an ongoing business relationship? You had waited too long. If because, but how because do I? If I'm the, at the very beginning, if when it, when it happened and she laughed, if you had been like, "Ha oops, totally forgot to change my background." I like to do funny backgrounds, and then shown evidence of other saved backgrounds, you would have been in the clear. But the but fact I don't that have, you, but the, the other the saved that, backgrounds are just like an ugly picture of Lightning McQueen and stuff. I don't have <laughs> yeah, anything that's, that's as funny as the belly. And if and if. But the fact that you waited like roughly 35 minutes and then at the end, you're going to be like, okay, before we go, I just need you to know that I know you saw the belly picture. <laughs> Look, you're looking at it right now. How do yes. I explain this? You're looking you at this right now. How, I can't explain this. You, I mean, you can. It's funny, but not 35 minutes later. <laughs> I just, I think I just hang up the call and throw I my computer into the I think it's unfortunate that you as the person sitting there are covering up the actual button of the belly. Yeah, that's right. true. That's what I'm saying. Like, does this look uh, like a belly? If you get that or for a it... fraction of a second, it's like, is that a butt? Is that a butt? Is this a oh. bean? If what is that's, this? If that's a butt, I'm impressed. It Maybe it's a chimp's butt. Because that is an aggressive amount of hair. But anyway, this feels like more of a waste than sandwich talk. All that to say, I've learned a valuable lesson. Don't be like me. Clear your Zoom video background before you jump on your next call or hang up your current call. Or don't because it makes a really great story. And it's speaking, very funny. Speaking of more, more of a waste than a sandwich, 
Sorry, I, I'm so bad at the transitions, Jordan. That's a you thing. But. Yeah, sorry. Hey, speaking of a waste of time. Well, speaking of a more of a waste than a sandwich. Sandwich crazy. Is, yeah, give me that dog pound. Uh, I would love. You know, I can't decide if it's Arsenio or Randy Jackson from American Idol whenever I reference the dog pound. It Yo, feels dude. like an amalgamation Yo, of both. <laughs> yes. I think it is. So um, what I would like for us to do Arsenio is. Andy. This time I'd love. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Harry Potter spell. Yeah, it yeah. is. I was going to say the same joke. Mary, but it's it's it's, it's not Arsene Andy. It's Arsene Andy. <laughs> mm, um, I would love me. for us this week to try something different and talk about a movie. Ew. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that movie is part of our blockbusted series. It's week and movie number two, and that movie is known as Monster, Monster Trucks. <laughs> okay. Before we get into this. There's one thing that I need, and that's a synopsis. Doge, fill my void. Since this series might be overwhelmingly negative, I'm going to continue something we started last week and read a 10-star review. Yes. Yay. Yes. P. Misiezek on IMDb has given this 10 stars. Yes. And yes, they P. Misiezek says, all around great movie. What an awesome movie. I loved it. Terrific cast. Great story concept. The creature's intelligence was amazing. Hopefully a part two is being considered. The best family movie since Free Willy. A little bit of everything. Endangered species, monster trucks, romance, family, and fun. You know, the five things that you need in a movie. Endangered species, monster trucks, romance, family, and fun. This is a movie I recommend to all my family and friends of all ages and genders. Okay. That's a very inclusive recommendation. Uh, I like that. That's I love great. That. I love that. It's a recommendation for the people. This IMDb <laughs> synopsis the is, is written by RCS0411 at emailprovider.com. This email address writes, In a small town, an oil company is drilling for oil. The geologist Dowd informs his boss Tennyson that they detected what could be an ecosystem which could affect their drilling rights. But Tennyson tells them to go on and something happens. Something came out, and Tennyson wants to keep it quiet by keeping what came out on ice. In the town, something's been taking the fuel tanks off vehicles, leaving a big hole. Trip, who lives in the town, is frustrated at his life, specifically not having a vehicle of his own. He works at a scrapyard, and he's been working on restoring an old truck. One day, he thinks he hears something and traps it in the storage pit. He calls the sheriff, who's his stepfather, whom he doesn't like. And when he gets there, it's gone. Later, he sets a trap for it and sees it's a slug-like creature who feeds on oil. He would bond with it. Later, a man from the he oil company shows up at it. the yard and asks him about the thing he reported earlier. Trip feigns it was mistaken, but the guy doesn't believe him. The creature enters the chassis of the truck he was working on and makes it move. He then gets in the truck, and it goes off on its own, and he tries to figure out what to do. This is so long. That's it? That's that is, it. It is <clears throat> chassis. I do just want to get out ahead of that. It is chassis. Well, I, you know, I toyed around kicking us over to Jordan's car corner, but we spent a lot of time talking about cats and sandwiches and stuff like that. We so actually I didn't spent have virtually time. no time talking about cats. Doge spent is more time really, on your belly story. Is it really chassis? Yeah, it really is chassis. I don't know that you can prove that. <laughs> that's, hey, hey, honestly, <laughs> Doge, hey, that's fair. You know what else I can't prove? I, okay, this is going to get spicy. What? This movie, Citizen Kane, who am I right? This is this, amazing. This movie, it's not good, but it's honestly not that bad. Yeah. This is, um, so 
Nickelodeon made this movie. <laughs> this is the equivalent of a Disney Channel original movie that got too big for its britches and tried to go to the theaters. That's all this is. That all, all so it's High are, School Musical. Right. All we are watching here is a case of Nickelodeon's answer to a Disney Channel original movie with honestly, for the most part, pretty decent effects. For the most part. That's why it was a flop. This movie cost $125 million to right. make. It was delayed three times so they could finish all the special effects. Right. It, it, it is the equivalent of pouring blockbuster level cash into a Disney Channel original movie. Yes. And then deciding that because you spent that much money, it should go to theaters instead of living rooms. That's all this is. Because watching it, I mean, Disney Channel original movies tend to have likable characters somewhere in the main cast. Um, and that was a little lacking here, but for the most part, that's all this was, man. Like I've seen way worse movies that I was expecting way worse. I had braced for impact and just got a little tap on the shoulder is all Carter disagrees. Carter, I'm sensing, I'm sensing that that, this, that particular pill doesn't go down easy. When I, and it, it is the lens that I ended up watching the whole movie cause it felt like what they were trying to do. Right. But I had I had uh, slacked to the boys because I was the first one to watch maybe in that, the world <clears throat> that this movie was offensive, offensive in the way. Okay, so in in Jupiter Ascending, it was just so all over the place. You can't really tell what they were trying to do, right? Yeah. Like who who they were really trying to be. Right. This is trying to be like ET. Yeah, it's like, this is ET. trying I to be so, yeah. And that's offensive to me. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it was such a lazy job. Yeah. That it, I was just finding myself pretty angry the whole time <laughs> I was watching the movie. And yes, I agree. Like the, the, the creatures are actually, I think that's a pretty fun design yeah, and so it's too. like yeah. super detailed and that's crazy. The but CG is actually great. Yeah, it's pretty the good. effects are really good. I'm just, I know, so it, it did cost $125 million. In the U.S., it made $33 million. I'm shocked yeah. it made even that much, to be honest. I wanted to go look at, like, other Nickelodeon movies. So Snow Day, do y'all remember I that do. movie? Yeah. In the year 2000, a movie called Snow Day, where these kids get a snowplow so that they can keep not having school. And, like, Chevy Chase is the principal. Snow Day is a Nickelodeon movie. It cost $13 million to make. In the year 2000, it made $60 million. Nice. Wow. It made twice as much as Monster Trucks and cost one-tenth the price. <laughs> the Jimmy Neutron movie. Ooh, that's a good movie. 2002, Oscar nominee. <laughs> um, it cost $30 million to make and made $80 million. Yeah, good stuff. How come Jimmy Neutron ain't got an Oscar? I quote that movie a lot. Like Good Burger made money. Yeah. Like this didn't even feel Nickelodeon to me. So, okay, this I grew was, up on no, 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 this, this is great. Paramount. This was Paramount Animation's first live-action movie, and also their last. I'm, uh, the uh, the head of the the studio division that greenlit this movie left resigned his in contract. disgrace. Genuinely, yeah. he had a year yeah. left on his contract and just bounced. Okay, I think I think the chief sin of this movie is that it's not animated. If it was fully animated, uh, if it was fully animated, and we produce it for not 120 million, if we produce it for 60 million. Or 80 million. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse costs 90 million to make. Right. And we're not doing, if we don't do any kind of groundbreaking animation, if we just do run-of-the-mill CG animated film, I think this movie does How to Train Your Dragon money. I think it does at least over-the-hedge money enough to where it's 
not this huge. It's not on this list of flops. So my, yeah. my super dump is that this movie just got it wrong. That's yeah. That, and, and that falls into it. <laughs> my super dump is just that this movie, it, it's a combination of the, it, it was reaching for the decom stars and it fell short and it was reaching for the magic of an animated movie and it fell short. And I really think it should have just picked a lane and stayed there. Um, and I don't, I don't think we're even having this conversation about this movie if it's fully animated or fully leans into the cheese of a Disney channel, original movie. Um, like don't cast a 30 year old as a high schooler, cast a high school kid. That was, that was <clears throat> unbelievable. Right. And, and, and I feel like the way around that is like, don't be afraid to be Disney and actually cast a kid that looks like they're the right age or animated. Yeah. And so, yeah, my, my super dump is just this movie shot itself in the foot about a dozen times by just never picking the right route. Um, yep. And I think that's the only reason we're even talking about it is because the, the bones are, they're not, again, this movie never had gold in its future, but the bones are fine for a kid's movie. Like, yeah, it's totally fine. It's, it's shallow, super offensive. but it's and there's, there's nothing. nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with a movie aimed squarely at children. Correct. Just the thing I was reading actually a, a super interesting article in Forbes about this movie, uh, which is the smartest sentence I've ever said. If you keep track at home. <laughs> um, but it talked about how this movie is emblematic of current movie ages, like current movie culture, the death of the live action kids movie. Right. Good. Uh, like Good. live action kids movies are not made anymore. Right. You know, you either want a PG-13 blockbuster like Avengers or like a Spider-Man or like a, like a Star Wars or anything like that. I mean, even the Star Wars movies are PG-13 now where they used to be PG movies. Yeah. Like we don't. There's no live action. Like the Goonies would not get made today. The Goonies would have been a PG-13 would, today anyway. <laughs> it probably yeah. wouldn't have actually. I think it, because it, it was after the PG-13 rating was introduced. Isn't there nudity in Goonies for like two seconds? I don't remember actually. But anyway, like a, like a Home Alone. Day, right. Yeah, we'll say. No, that's fair. Home Alone, Elf would not get made today. Right. Like Elf would be animated today. The Grinch is animated now. Right. You know what I mean? Like there is just, there's not space for a movie like what this movie wants to I be. I think I actually yeah. mourn that a little bit. Like now that you're talking I absolutely about it, do. I think that- I absolutely yeah. do. I think that's a bummer to me. Yeah. You know what? I think that's why, and again, it, it's kind of a perfect storm of appealing to all ages, but I think that's why Stranger Things worked yes. so well. Yes. yes. And why, it, when, it, when it originally came out is because it was- channeling all of 100%. that. I mean, all yeah. of your leads are children. 100%. That's good. So all your sandlot feelings, all of your, you know, that's yeah, good outsiders, stuff. goonies, all that stuff. Good call, yeah. Carter. I think that's, I think you're dead on. I think that's why it's such a smash hit. Um, I mean, that's my, so my, that's my super dump. The casting in general is my super sure. dump, but uh, specifically Lucas Till and Jane Levy as Trip and Meredith. I, the, the, it does not, it is so blatantly not matching the content. Right. And everything attached to the fact that you made them older, all the things that you tried to do with like loving someone and relationships with your family yeah. and things like that are so inappropriate because I'm staring at a 27 and a 26 year old. Right. Yeah. It's like, this is not, this doesn't fit. So Lucas Till was bad. Like pretty much across the I think the he board. did the best job he possibly I, I could. Agree. I, I agree. I agree. I think the actors were all trying their very hardest. I was going to say, I so think Jane, hard. is it Levy or Levy? I don't know. I think Jane Levy. I have to be careful. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think she did a fine job, to be honest, with what she was given. I think she. Was I think she was one of the better great. ones. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she is too old to play that part. So is Lucas Till, um, but they had no chemistry whatsoever. 
ever. No, no one had chemistry in this movie. That's not true. Rob Lowe. That's not true. Is such a joke. That that is true. What? Why did he try this country accent? Rob every Lowe tenth is, word was almost my he's, super he's dumb. Rob Lowe, the worst actor in so this. So bad. I'm surprised his name wasn't Tex. Tex. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question, Carter. Sorry. First of all, I didn't mean to stomp on your super dump. I agree with you. Are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> do you have anything else to add to that? No, okay. I like how you edited saying, are you done? Because that sounds just so rude. <laughs> I did not. Are you finished, but Carter? I I'd like a turn on the podcast, <laughs> Are please. you done? For, okay, thank for you for very our much. Listeners, I did not say that. <laughs> My podcast. Um, I'm the hunk. No, I, so I have a question. Did you guys have a truck phase growing up? No. Me neither. I did not. But apparently that's common. I never was like, oh man, big tires and engines are cool. I had no time This for is that. appealing. I, I would have, like, if this had been done the right way at the age that I, it was supposed to reach and I was that age, I would have looked for a monster truck car. For Dude, sure. If I, I, would if look I at, was eight years old, I would have loved this movie. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I think I probably would have. Ooh, yeah. But I, I'm just saying, it feels like it was built for people that had or are in a truck phase that I just never hit. Like, even today, I would go to a monster truck rally because that's awesome, but it doesn't, like, yeah. jazz me up like it would some people, you know? But see, I think I there's mean, nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with these movies that are specifically targeted at, like, smaller, more niche demographics. Totally. Like, this this is based loosely on an idea by the director's four-year-old son. Right. Like, that's totally fine. A movie by kids for kids, if it's animated, if we don't pour 120 million American <laughs> right. dollars into it, that's fine right. because then we don't have to expect it to do Avengers money to right. be a profit. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Yeah. I think it was like appealing to the cars crowd, uh, even things like Paw Patrol. Like, I think anything that's yeah. like built on some kind of vehicular like narrative driver. This feels like the perfect, uh, excuse the pun, the perfect vehicle for a low budget, low effort animated Disney plus series that could take on Paw Patrol. Cause Paw Patrol yeah. is not Disney, correct? I have no idea. I think I it is actually. This feels like something that Disney should have done yeah. or, or a company like that. Like Nickelodeon should have done this as a weekly animated show for kids. Like this would, like I can see kids wearing monster truck swimsuits and stuff, monster truck swim shirts at the pool. Yeah. There were a couple yeah. of times where Creech, uh, mirrored toothless a little bit. Like it was clear yes. that they were trying to get that, how to train your dragon energy going with Creech occasionally. Um, and so something, something else I was, uh, taken aback by the music. I was expecting, yeah. so it was a lot more like it was a lot more um, whimsical, the soundtrack. And I was expecting um, what I heard this week for the first time referred to as uh, butter over shrimp music, where it's the music <laughs> that they play in commercials where they pour melted butter over shrimp. And it's like, <laughs> so yeah, I was That's expecting amazing. a lot more butter over shrimp music. And what yeah. we got was a lot more like, like <laughs> I almost always am whimsical, uh, like reminiscent of John Williams. I was about to say, I mean, they're aping John Williams completely. Yeah. Carter, you're exactly right. They're trying to be ET with cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is the guy who he did. He's done like action movies, so he did like the composer was versus Zombieland. Oh, the Green Hornet. If you remember that, Seth he Rogen, was even the yeah. composer for End of Watch. Like oh, he's a got movie. a bunch of stuff. What's his but name? Like, Who's the uh, composer? Huh? What's the composer's name? Uh, 
David Sardi. I think he did. Did he also do Spider-Man two and three? No, that would be Oh, he was a producer with that one. He was a producer with that. I don't think he helped compose that. But yeah, he was a composer for 21, Zombieland, Ghost Rider, (laughs) Spirit of Vengeance, (laughs) uh, End of Watch, Monster Trucks. So he's he's batting about 500 here. Right. Yeah. Overall. That's not too bad. Can't win them all. Yeah. I I don't know. I was expecting with a name like Monster Trucks, I was just expecting- It has to be good. I was just expecting the soundtrack to sound like- crushing a PBR can on your forehead. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it was a little more, it was a little more fun than that. I didn't hate the soundtrack. It was nothing. I don't remember any of it, but it, yeah. it, I didn't hate it. It was fun. I, let me tell you something else I hated. It was almost my, it was almost my super dumb. Yeah, hit me. Unfortunately, I've already done that. Um, so our character, uh, Trip. Trip. Um, outside of the fact that he immediately is cool with this thing after he can see that it's actually an alien of some kind. Right. Yeah. He's like, I can't kill this. It's slimy and much bigger than I am. <laughs> um, but like after he goes through all that and then someone's asking him, I think it's uh, Meredith, but he's he's saying he doesn't want to give it over to, what's the, Terra, 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 what's the? Terratrex? Terravex. Terravex or the scientist or everything. It's like, they're going to be poking and prodding him as he's building a jail cell <laughs> yes. around this monster. <laughs> I can't even, I am so empathetic and I feel so deeply that I can't watch. It is hard for me to watch movies that are creature centered because for some reason with those, I am like, do not hurt it. Yeah. Do not. (laughs) Why would you possibly do that? Marley and me, I'm out. Yeah. I know. And so these doing these things, I'm like, no, he's peeking through literal bars. Yes. And you're saying, (laughs) I don't want people, I don't want people poking and prodding. I'm going to keep him in his cage. There are no clear character motivations in this movie whatsoever, except get Creech back home. And that doesn't start until the very end. Like the the thing is, the motivation is like, give me a cool car. (laughs) We're not, we're not having that conversation. If this is an hour long animated movie that came on Nickelodeon. Right. You know what I mean? Like they right. just right. made the wrong That's thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. missed it. They just missed it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I think I, I, I agree that it does seem like it's just sort of a, a, a gathering, a grouping of different movies all together. Oh yeah. Like what is the scene of driving Creech while Meredith rides her horse? Like, it's so weird, what? dude. What that was amazing. <laughs> the second, the second, the second that she went into her barn that her dad has, I looked at Jess and I was like, I knew she was a this horse This girl's girl. got a horse. I could, yeah. I could tell immediately she's got a horse by her whole dude. vibe. She's got a yeah, horse. she's a big sure. horse What girl. about the, the freaking, there's 15 seconds of Danny Glover in this movie. Wh- how'd they what get is him? he doing? What? <laughs> They paid him his per diem rate. He was there for a day. Yeah, that's fair. That's bizarre. That's fair. Absolutely bizarre. But yeah, Danny the, I'm in the truck. too old for this. Everybody's <laughs> way too okay with this. I think E.T. is perfect because you see legitimate reactions. Right, correct. From yes. like kids of like, holy crap, this is something I've never seen and it's not human. Nobody e. does that. Well, and there's movie. no adults so my, in E.T. that are like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll commit a felony. My super dumb holy for crap. this movie. <laughs> Is is Teravex the the oil company? You, I thought you already super dumped. I have okay. not. I've not dumped or pumped yet. Okay. Uh, my super dump is the oil company, <laughs> contrasted with ET, uh, because the reason the anti- antagonists in ET work is because they are faceless. 
Right. Because we are right. never confronted with the fact that this is a human being with a rich and complex inner life who has hopes and dreams and aspirations of his own. And he is willing to harm an 18 year old <laughs> if it means that he can get this weird eight legged slimy boy. Right. Or kill anyone. Burke. Right. The character Burke. Oh my gosh. Yes. The guy who's actually a great actor. He's in Mindhunters, right. which is a wonderful and show. He's just like throwing they, it down the toilet in this movie. I mean, he's later with the stepdad. He's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to knock his car down this mountain. Yeah. Yes. Why? And yeah. at one point, he doesn't that, he literally say, I will shoot you, kid? Yeah. Yeah. No, he says, I'm going to hurt you, oh, kid. That's what and he is. like pulls out that like that nightstick taser thing. Right. But yeah, that doesn't work for me. Uh, no. And I guess maybe it's just the interactions between these uh, air quotes, high school seniors. Sure, they're in their late 20s. <laughs> right. These high school seniors <laughs> and all the adults. Like when they talk to that scientist and the scientist is like, I'll follow your lead. Hey, hey, sure. Hey, hey let's not talk about him yet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Fully grown, fully educated man who knows about creatures. But this boy likes to put his weird frog in his truck and he says, I'll follow your lead. Yeah, I get it. Hey, I know we're talking a lot about following leads. There's one place I'd love for you guys to follow me if that's okay. Okay. That would be shout announcements. Hello and welcome to the shout announcements, the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. Here we go. Do that. No, keep doing <laughs> no, it. No, I can't. It's uh, it's gone. It left. It's left the building. Oh, man. We're so bummed. <laughs> hey, if you're anything like me, you listen to the beginning only of the last three episodes, just the part where I talked about being the hunk, and then you turned it off. And you're probably like, where could I get more of that good sandwich Zelda and cat type content? Well, I have good news for you. If you want that and many other things delivered straight to your phone <laughs> on, on, a, on a regular basis, but it's special... Join Patreon. We got all kinds of special bonus stuff there. We got episodes, web pages, fun games, votes that are only for you. And I know. Hey, what fun games do we have? Uh, we got games like uh, special workshops where we're working on things like uh, Silver Screen Smash, you know, all that kind of fun okay, stuff. Yeah. Now, I want to make sure you weren't like setting us up to, to have to provide some fun flash games. Yeah, we're going to make a flash game, ma a, a, like math game, cool <laughs> math games for kids and that kind of stuff. Yeah, perfect. And I know what you're thinking. Because obviously you're like me, that's got to cost, I don't know, upwards of a billion dollars. Um, and it did it, at, at one, one point, point, it did. But we brought it down. Uh, but we have been lobbying tirelessly on your behalf, and we have gotten that price down to $3 a month. That's right. Three. One, two, three. three. So uh, check out Patreon. Yep. Become a patron. We love you. Please do it. Whatever you're having, whatever food delivery service you're having, like that's the tax on your lunch. That's it. That's you it. Know? NBD. And if you if you need to not make a food delivery, luckily Jordan has included a very long, a feature length sandwich recipe a few episodes ago that you can go back and check yeah, out. Yeah, it's just I'll, I'll run you through it again just to make sure everybody knows. That's going to be um, so you're going to take bread. Speaking <laughs> of things that have prices, we got some super special stuff coming up your way. Yes, uh, sir. If you've ever if you've ever been on our social media and seen a picture of our logo or perhaps a picture of our three faces and said that looks great there. But it would look even better in the physical world, perhaps on a piece of clothing I could put on my body. Yep. Then we've got great news we for do. you. Uh, we've been working pretty tirelessly uh, at our sewing machines and at our looms, and we are we're getting ready to launch some pretty cool merch that I'm actually super excited about. There's one design in particular that I really really love that was Adam's idea. Um, and it's a good one. <laughs> 
<laughs> what happened? Yep. My brain stopped, but it's okay. <laughs> Even though my brain stopped, uh, the merch train won't stop and it is coming and it will be headed your way soon. So keep your eyes peeled on our social media for announcements about when that stuff comes available. Yeah, in fact, sorry, I got to step away real quick. My ceramic furnace is... Uh, a little too hot right now. I got to oh, go turn it down oh, so we yeah. can finish making those mugs. Fire that up. <laughs> uh, and then uh, last but not least, in fact, it's super important. <laughs> if you would rate and review uh, and subscribe to our podcast, that's a big deal. Um, that really is what keeps it going. Uh, and you've continued to do so. Uh, thank you again to everyone in Zimbabwe that helped make us number one. Uh, for a fraction of a second in TV and film yes. and podcast. That was a wild thing to <laughs> that, that is read. crazy. Remember that when we were talking f- about how our slogan should be, it's a long Zimbabwe to the top if you want a podcast? Yeah, that's yeah. very good. I'm glad we <laughs> yeah. didn't change it. I'm, I'm glad we've been able to share that. Um, but yeah, rate, review, uh, subscribe, and then also follow us. Check out that Instagram. Check out that Twitter. Twitter, some more of the news stuff. Uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram will be heavy on getting those merch announcements. Yeah. Uh, we've actually got a ton of exciting things and we're not just saying that I've heard, I've heard podcast hosts and just people in general say, Oh, we got a lot of exciting things in the docket. Um, and you feel like they're just saying that to keep, have you keep listening. It's not, it's true for us though. We, we genuinely actually do. do. This is, this is actually maybe one of the first times, I guess the Jesse Awuji era was an era in which I felt that we had exciting things that we couldn't yet talk about. Yeah. Right. Um, our relationship with a professional NASCAR. Right? I still exactly. love him just by the by. Oh yeah, he is the bomb. Um, but I check I, on him every day. I, again, this is one of those times where I'm like, man, we actually do have actual exciting things that we cannot yet talk about. No, it's true. And I guess now's the part where uh, we just sort of fade out. And we're back. I have Doge put the belly picture back up. I have a theory. <laughs> what? No, I didn't mean nothing. Nothing. So I, I, I want to, I want to talk and, and explore this to the end of the hallways for just a second. I have a theory. I couldn't find it anywhere. I looked, um, I, I like Googled it. I searched through the IMDb history. I was reading like articles written about this movie throughout the creation process. And I couldn't find anything that even hinted at this, but I, I cannot shake this feeling. I feel like, and I think it's probably why the tone of this movie is so weird and all over the place. I really feel like this movie was originally created and conceived as a sci-fi channel B movie, like piranhas or something like that. Something that was supposed to be like a little raunchy, a little funny, a little over the top and like intentionally kind of bad, like a, like a shark NATO or something. And then it died in the water there and then made a shift into like, let's cute it up and make it a little more towards kids. And I I just, there are so many things throughout one being just the budget and the scale of how much they were willing to spend. And then there are multiple scenes in this movie specifically with Jane Levy, where her hair is completely different as though scenes were shot like a full year later. Um, like people's looks change from scene to scene a little too much. There are elements that feel like they were just thrown in to kid it down. And there are also multiple occasions of the lines being said, clearly being ADR'd over something different that the mouth is saying that I think was a little more blue. Um, oh, they censored, they censored. Oh my God. Right. They made her ADR. Oh my gosh. So in over they that. did, they censored that twice and yeah. they censored, um, the guy from Mindhunter, I don't remember his character name, but they censored Bert. they censored him like 
multiple times his mouth did really? not line up. And I think he was saying something more aggressive originally. And so I just could not shake this feeling that this movie was intended to be like, like a raunchy horror, like sci-fi <clears throat> romp originally. And then they were like, that's not going to work. Let's do mm. it for kids. It just sits in this weird middle ground too. Cause I was even thinking like, if we're a little more aggressive and we go for the PG 13 rating, but, but Creech is a puppet, then this suddenly feels like, like gremlins or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's just this weird, it's in this weird no man's land of what are you aiming for? Right. But do, do you get, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? Do you, can you follow me enough to see how I can come to that? Cause I can't shake it. It feels like it's the world building of a sci-fi original movie with the dialogue of a Hallmark Christmas Correct. movie and the, and the budget of like a low tier superhero film. Dude, that is it. You have just, okay, let's write this movie. Uh, for like, it's some kind of strange cinematic chimera of just like, what are these parts? How is this one thing? <laughs> Where's the tail come from? Uh, no, and I don't know, man. The whole time I was just like, that's not what it was supposed to be originally. I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it's so weird to me. Um, and so- you know, you, you bring up the car thing. I think we would kick ourselves forever if we didn't bring up the obvious. This thing is how the cars universe exists, right? Like we were wondering yeah, how they yeah. eat. I mean, this is, an, like, this is an obvious prequel to cars. Yeah. I think this is how it all starts <laughs> is that all of those things down in the cavern came up and inhabited all the cars. So our, our positive review that was saying, I hope there's a part two in development. There is. It's 2006's Cars <laughs> in between. You have to pick up the the limited edition comic miniseries in between to see that all the creatures led a revolution against the surface world because they went down there. And what were they doing? They were not sitting around being grateful for the 30-year-old high school senior who helped them get back home. They were plotting revenge. Right. And it's, it's funny because these are not... <laughs> so I, I, threw, I threw around while we were watching it a joke about a high school kid that finds Eldritch abominations deep beneath the earth's surface and befriends them, but they're not quite Lovecraftian or like they're not, their designs are creepy yeah. though. There's something like, like Lovecraftian about like, I don't like how many tentacles you have. Yeah, It's not quite like, like horror of madness or not being able to understand, but there is something unsettling about how, um, tentacly they are. I don't know. It freaks me out. See, there is, there is a thing too, where I, I feel like my lifelong fascination with dinosaurs and prehistory works against me here because <laughs> morphologically something like that could never happen. <laughs> Number one, they're, they're too big. They'd be cooked alive by their own body temperature. Number two, there was never the second. That's the second yeah, time. Like, you like that specific thing. Uh, <laughs> Number two is that they're like, there was never a point because they're vertebrates, they're amphibians. There is never a morphological point in which vertebrates were an eight-limbed species. Is there eight? I thought there were like a dozen. They have, no, they have eight tentacles. So they have four on each side. Here's here's the other thing that, that would never happen. I don't think they're too big because I, I they're about the size of elephants, and elephants don't cook alive. So I don't think they're too big. Plus, they live mostly in water, which would cool them down. So I disagree with your first point, but I agree with everything <laughs> else. <laughs> now, can oh no, go you, ahead. Oh, I'm ready to talk about my. Super I am pump. too, and I hope it's the same thing. You go first. I don't know. I don't know if it will be. My super pump is Trip's relationship nope. <laughs> with his father, his real father, Wade Coley. Pump. Shut up. <laughs> it's my super pump because this is the. So here's what happens with movies that are awful. <laughs> the worst thing about is it is the best thing. 
sometimes for me is yeah. the best thing because of how memorable yeah. it is. This dude <laughs> at age 27 as a senior in high school <laughs> looks up to the screen as he's building this truck to see his dad on the news. And it's like, dad, wait, <laughs> dad, you've been living in the same town this whole time. <laughs> And working, and then at that moment, I said, Lord, please have them meet again. We need reconciliation. How wonderful would this be? And we get something better. The moment he meets his real father for the first time in a long time, his father has sold him off to the feds. Dude, he reintroduces <laughs> himself to his dad. He literally goes, it's trip. Dad, <laughs> it's trip. And dad goes, oh, it sure is, isn't it? Yo, and then he goes, I guess I won't go to the bar tonight. He straight up gives them away. <laughs> this was supposed to be the narrative driving force of him actually loving Rick eventually. <laughs> the sheriff's stepdad was that, I have, well, I, I know you really love me because my real dad just tried to kill me. My real dad sold me out to the oil companies enforcers but don't so worry you know, i monster trucked his home and so he has nowhere right. to live you know now. what you know what's great for a kids movie is when your real dads let you down destroy their yeah, home that'll work just destroy Dude. their life and rick just real quick i'm not done talking about his dad but rick the <sighs> bar for liking rick is saving his life when he's in danger the, rick is dollar store matthew mcconaughey in that's this movie. his that's his job that actor is phenomenal i love that actor though he's in so many yes, really good is. movies and he is such a character he's very actor. good and <sighs> then just not here but so uh, the thing about his dad what the heck? i thought that trip's dad i thought we were going to find out that he had been brainwashed like that they had been like micro dosing him with some sort nope. of drug he's just to a make bad dad compliant. like most right. bad he's dads. just bad he's not brainwashed what the he's heck? just a bad dad I was shocked. I loved it. <clears throat> yeah, I loved every funny. bit of that story. Do you guys I remember how Amy Ryan's in this movie? Oh yeah. For Holly Flax for, about for like 30 a quarter seconds. of a second. Yeah. She's too big for this. She's too good for this. She's a great actor. I mean, it's the Danny Glover. I mean, she's not Danny Glover, but it's also Danny Glover right. of like, right. were you just trying, or did you just look around the studio and be like, hey, who's who's at the back lot no. today? Who can we get to come <laughs> sit on our set? Another example of why I think this was originally something else. I mean, whatever you're, I mean, you can drink that juice. I don't think it was. I don't want to give this an excuse. So um, there is, uh, Carter, I appreciate your super pump. I think that's very funny. There is, however, an actual silver lining to this cloud. There is one who stood above the rest, who did his best, <laughs> who slam dunked his part in this movie. And that's my super pump. No, sorry, not him. Uh, sorry, uh, Carter, Carter just showed a picture of the redheaded friend whose name escapes me currently. Uh, that's Sam. Sam. Uh, no, he yes. looks he looks like the overlap of a Venn diagram of Spencer Breslin and Chucky the no, doll. No, dude, he's just beans from Even Stevens. Yes, um, yeah, that's true. No, uh, I I laughed every time he was on screen. No, he was great, Carter. I totally agree with you. The person I am talking he, about. He was almost my super pump. The person I'm talking about is Thomas Lennon, a.k.a. Dr. Dowd, the scientist. This dude is just in like he he's actually funny to me. I laughed out loud at the scene where he tried to crawl into the door of the monster truck. Wait, are you you're I'm being, being serious. serious for real? I'm being dead. Serious. This isn't like what my super pump no, I'm was. being dead serious. OK, he, he was actually funny in a way that nobody else was. I, so I have a bias towards him because I love him in everything he's ever been in. 
Um, I think that he is always funny. And so I, I enter with like, he's the same thing with Ken Jong for me, um, where it's just like yeah. seeing his face is enough to be like, Oh, this is going to be good. Um, but I thought he was actually funny and it was so clear that a lot of what he was doing was off the cuff because they could not write anything funny to save their lives in this movie. Um, and so, yeah, he is the bright shining star in the middle of this cloudy night sky for Jordan. You didn't laugh when I he will. realized the door could open and he had spent all that effort climbing into the truck. No, get out of here. I did not. No, I that's did not. dumb. You, I, I did not like his character at all. Me I couldn't either. understand him most of the time because he just was acting like he didn't care that he was in this movie to me. He probably didn't. Cause he would just say, wait, he would just say things sometimes. He just, that's talk how like he that. always talks. I want, we're just going to do that. But like, I, I love him too. And I think he is almost good in everything that he's in, except for monster. No Trump. way, dude. <laughs> do you guys remember? He was so bad. No. Do you guys remember how he is, how he's a geologist, but he makes lots of biological discoveries about these creatures. Science and is how science set, is science, baby. How he set up Meredith as though she's some sort of biology genius and she's great at biology and offers tutoring to her fellow 30 year old high school senior but she discovers nothing about these creatures and learns nothing and uses her biology skills in no way whatsoever. Well, she does tell him that it's possible that they exist <laughs> <laughs> after we have confirmation. Uh, that they exist. Yeah. I think he, he'd probably already figured that part out if I had yeah, to guess. That's probably fair. I uh, Jordan, all I'm saying is I'm not trying to just completely super dump on your, Hey, super if there's pump. one thing I have no problem with, it's standing alone, <laughs> but he, I think my standards for Thomas Lennon are so because high of I love you, man. and so many different things like that. I, it, there, this wasn't even sure. close. I was like, Oh, this bad movie has also done this to somebody. <laughs> hey, I do want to be clear. I'm not super pumping the character of Dowd. I am super pumping Thomas Lennon himself. I want to be very clear about that. I mean, sure. I would love to super I'll okay. I'll just super, super pump Danny Glover. No, no, no. I'm, I, like no, what no, he, no. I like what he's able to do in films like Lethal Weapon. He doesn't do a good job I, here, no, but like in yeah, Lethal yeah. Weapon, I, I like him a lot. I am super pumping Thomas Lennon in this movie. I don't think that he, his character was written well. I think that Thomas Lennon was funny in this movie. I can, I can get that. I can get that. I don't think I have a super pump. You have, <laughs> you have to. to. I'm trying no, to think. I'm you trying have to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, clockwork orange your eyes boy it could be it could be the fact that this movie ended with a five-year-old philip phillips song which Dude. is fun <gasps> y'all it was 2016 when this movie <laughs> came <laughs> and the scenes of like oh man danny glover is so happy for you those like, are the quickest, <laughs> the quickest scenes of dissolves. it's like wait what real when it started so i haven't listened to that song in forever and when it started i was like is this Philip Phillips? And then it immediately jumped into the, ah, yeah. I thought I was watching a summer camp recap. Video. Right. <laughs> like it was like <laughs> ridiculous to me, dude. You didn't see, there was one of the scenes where they were doing the blob on the dude, lake. It was cool. The blob. Dude, that's exactly oh it. It took me back. They did a zip line and they did a crazy wreck challenge. You wouldn't even believe I mean, the, it. In case I, you were I'm there. hearing that song. The calendar says may, I'm like, man, here I am. Man, is it May of 2012 or May of 2020? Why, why am Who I knows? crying? I just I just knew these people for a week. Why am I crying? <laughs> They're my best friends. <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> my counselor. Summer camp's, summer camp's cool. If you love summer camp, that's cool. Summer camp's cool. I did. 
I'm saying it's a real good thing. I hated thing. summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. No, the fact that home is in this movie is bananas. There's also a Hunter Hayes song. I don't yep. know that I would have he's pegged the, that. He's the country No, boy. I know who he is. I just don't know that I pegged it. Is it the one when they're riding I mean, the I horses? Looked, yeah, I looked him up on IMDb because I was like, who is this not Rascal Flats boy? And it was Hunter something Hayes. I th- something I think we need to all seriously consider while we're talking about the soundtrack. We're going when when we review this movie, wherever it lands on our scientific cinema scale, take a take a inward look and ask yourself, if life is a highway played at some point in better? this movie, would it have changed my that's opinion? Good. I think that just that's too obvious. That too overtly confirms that this is a prequel to cars. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's fair. <laughs> I would have I would have stood up and cheered. I yeah. really would have. I think I would have died. <laughs> If that we could sub out "Life Is a Highway" for the song they wrote for Emperor's New Groove, if it's just Rascal Flats, if it's just a net yeah. a net gain at Rascal just Flats, any any Rascal Flats, I would put that <laughs> at the same level of canon in the universe as if there was a post credit scene where the red squid monster talked like Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I talk about how disappointed <sighs> I was that it didn't end with the giant grandpappy monster coming out of that huge hole? I I yeah, wanted like a I wanted awesome. like a like a Godzilla sized one to be like, I'll end it and then smash them all. Yeah. I, you know what? I did get a, just a tiny fraction driplet drop of like fast and furious excitement. When that one monster flipped the two trucks. Cars three. It. Yeah. That was when they're being cool. chased. Cars three. That was cool. That was fun. The, the like up on the wall. Yeah, that's that's literally the, the move from cars three. That's exactly. No, no, no. I'm talking three. about when when this car destroys oh, two other, like kills con- people. The red monster sticks its tentacles people out to di- the side. Can we talk about that too? People died. People super oh, died. People in that for time sure died. died in this Big movie. Died. People were run I mean, over. The dude died from acid being shot into his truck at the end. You think yeah. you can just say, "I hope they wore a seatbelt," and we were like, mm, "I hey, bet they did." Speaking They're of seatbelts, he was super wearing a seatbelt when he fell out the door yeah. on that mountain. But then he wasn't. And then yeah. just conveniently wasn't and then put it back on yep. again after he went in. But see, there there's stuff like that where it's like, if I'm watching a direct-to-video animated children's oh, movie, totally. I'm not complaining about that because this the eight-year-old that this is for feels so much dramatic tension in that totally. moment. Like this, yep. again, this is just, they did the wrong thing with this idea. Think too, like don't even give me a high school protagonist make it an actual kid so that yeah. it's even funnier that he's driving that he is appearing to drive a massive truck yes just give me um, a kid you want to talk about somebody else who was uh wasted in this movie that i totally forgot some samara weaving is in this um from three billboards she plays the zookeeper girlfriend and oh she's gosh. in a bunch of oh, yeah, yeah. Samara weaving is in this movie for about 45 seconds where is she she's the girlfriend of the other truck dude the one that uh Gets mad yeah. at him at the gas oh station. Waves through the window. When yeah. He, when when Creech drinks four hundred dollars worth of gasoline and then they just bounce. Like the whole trying to that that is our uh, how do my uh, spaceship skates work from Jupiter right. ascending? Like the why do we need to know that world building is like oh I bet because gasoline actually has other chemicals. That's why he's acting so weird. It's I feel not like, like that pure was, oil. That was just like the required quota of like, well, E.T. gets drunk on coke. Correct. So what does Creech Correct. do? Correct. That's what makes it Creech offensive. gets hyper on gas. Yeah, perfect. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just am so, I am so appalled by the amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's behind this that, that idea. That he drinks at the gas station or that they spent to make this yes. movie? Blanket, All yes. of it. That they spent to make the movie. Like, I can't believe Hold on. it. Does, is your super pump actually that Home by Philip Phillips is in this movie? No, it is not. Well, what is it? My super pump, the CG. I mean, it's pretty good. It is Creech actually pretty is decent. really good. It Aside is. from the fact when his eye comes out of the dashboard of the of the car, yeah. that looks real bad. And when he picks up Trip to put him back on the rock after they fall into the yeah. crevasse, that, that looks strange. really bad. Yeah. Did y'all catch... Did y'all catch how the walkies were being just so distorted by the green screen when yes. they're, when they're did, driving? Yes. Did you catch how the fact that everybody was just on the same walkie talkie channel? Yeah. Yeah. Just, but that's a fast and furious thing. Fast, they're, fast they're made that teams, canon. Though. They can find that this kid just picks up a walkie talkie and is well, talking then Rick, to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Rick, true. Rick has a universal decoder. There, It's so funny to me that we live in a universe where I'm about to say this sentence, but Fast and the Furious works in the way that Monster Trucks does not. Yeah. Wow. It's Hang true. on though. Hang on though. Imagine a crossover. Fine. I would love that. Did y'all think Rick was going yes. to die? Yeah. How crazy is that to think that in a movie <laughs> like this? Especially if it's for kids. Hey, I thought, I thought Creech was going to die too at one point. Yeah. That would have meant the writer said, you know what? Trip gets zero dads. <laughs> <laughs> How awful hey, is that? No dads. Some people, some people made got us zero think dads. That he dude. was going to have zero some dads. Some people got zero dads. That works for. I mean, Elliot. I get has, it. Elliot has zero dads in ET. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. But we don't see him lose both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't see it, and it both be vehicular manslaughter. Well, Trip's Trip's biological dad didn't die, just emotionally dead. Well, that's almost worse. That we can prove. We don't know if he got monster trucked after that. Actually, scene ended. I guess there's a good chance that the. Uh, Oil industry hit squad just took him out right after Trip left. Yeah, for real. To keep him quiet. Yep. Just a dart right to the neck and then toss him in the crevasse. Guys, what a what a weird movie. Yeah, and uh, it's actually time for us to rate this weird movie. You know what we should do I'd before that to too? We forgot to announce the movie that's next week. Or are you going to do that at the end of the episode? Or in shout notes, okay. which we didn't do. This one I'm excited yeah. about. I remember belly laughing in theaters at this movie. I saw Did this movie really? in theaters. No way. 47 Ronin. Me and Tommy Fancotch went and saw it because we were like, when we saw a trailer, it was a deep in the B movie world we were already in. Yeah. We saw a trailer for that and we're like, oh my God, this is going to suck. And we went with that mindset and it was one of the best theater experiences. Okay, that's fun. I have never seen this movie. I'm really excited about it. Me neither. You're going to- I'm excited okay, about I'm it. I'm going to say anything. I'm really excited. Um, we're going to rate this movie though, Monster Trucks. Uh, and we're going to rate it using science, the same science that allowed them to find Creech in the first place. The scientific cinema scale was created. So accident. Was created Accidental happens. Kind of, <laughs> because the scientific cinema scale was created right here in-house in our very own labs. And it's the perfect way to rate very movies. We dug deep into the earth and found something that has existed since before time. We found began. a water and pocket. It's the a water pocket. And in that water pocket, we found eight limit frog. The scientific cinema scale, <laughs> which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing, that's buy it. Followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken, forsaken us. I think this movie, if it was kind of this... Uh, gumbo pot of a bunch of ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like it is trying to pull together all these different things. It is one of the worst installments of anything that it tried yeah. to do. Oh yeah. It is a, it is a God had forsaken us okay. for me. They, 
It was just an unbelievable amount of financial effort, and that's it. Okay. And it is, it should not, I'm fine if it's not a movie. Okay. This is going to be a forget it for me, because this movie equally made me want to forget that I watched it, watch E.T., and also watch Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus or whatever that sci-fi movie is. Because there's the the two things it's trying to be. You're exactly right, Carter. Croctopus. Just do it way better. Yes. When you guys were kids, do you remember liquid medicine? You pour it in the cup, tastes gross. Yep. So what what <clears throat> I would do a lot, um, my mom would unwrap a Hershey kiss and set it next to my little cup of liquid medicine. And I would take the liquid medicine and then eat the Hershey kiss real quick so that it got the taste out of my mouth. Ooh. Yeah. Did it? Worked most times. So it's like a it's like a weird shooter, but right. you don't use so lime. So instead of tequila and lime, it's kiss. like Pepto Bismol and Hershey <laughs> Kiss or whatever. Yeah, or whatever that I love that strep dude. medicine that always was same great. effect. I think there's an element to this of it followed Jupiter ascending and just that made it infinitely more palatable <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, I'm streaming this movie. It's fine. It's okay. It, how did you guys watch it? By the way, because I watched it for free on Tubi. Tubi. Oh. I actually, I, I didn't want to mess with all that stuff. So I just did. It was Google free. Play. There were no, paid, paid $3. Yeah, I paid, no, I ads. paid $3 worth of us currency to watch this movie from Amazon prime. Hmm. Hmm. Who's the smart business boy now? But yeah, we'll be careful. Cause that's how much it costs to be a Patreon that's member. True. So if you're saying <laughs> find a way to just only get our content free, then I'm no, against you. That's, mm. that's a good point. That's but a yeah, really good so point. I, so that, that, it's a stream for me. There's no real logic behind it other than it wasn't Jupiter ascending. So it's easily more enjoyable. Are you wearing a monster trucks t-shirt? I can't really see on the it's video. It's a tattoo. Call. It's a really thin shirt that I'm wearing, but it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> oh. it's actually a full chest piece tattoo. Um, good. Perfect. You do not yeah. want to follow Creature's tentacles. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you do want to follow us into next week though, because we're going to be watching a movie that is, uh, probably quite it's bad. It's the 47th installment of the Ronin series. <laughs> you don't have to watch the other 46. It's pretty standalone. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. Yeah. Carter, you've seen this. I have we just seen had this, this conversation 14 you, seconds ago. I don't remember. We totally if, did. I don't remember if that was going to be on the podcast or not. It probably <laughs> is. Carter, you've seen this that, and we already know that. So don't say anything yeah, more I about ju- it. I'm just excited for you to see the power of Keanu. Dude, honestly, I'm just excited to see Keanu in general. I haven't watched a Keanu How is movie this, yep. in a minute. How is this our first Keanu on the podcast? Blows my is mind. It really? This is yes. our first Keanu and it's 47 rows. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable that this is our first Keanu movie. It, it, it's funny because we have a Wachowski movie in this series, in Blockbusted, yeah. that is not The yeah. Matrix. And we have a Keanu C- movie that is not good. <laughs> yes. Uh, as we say every week during this very weird series, these are so much more fun if you watch with oh, big us. Time. Find, a way, find a way to watch 47 Ronin so that we can all suffer together and then come out of it joyful together. Mm, I love that. I love that. It's really great. To end today's episode, I'd like for us each to say our name and uh, what type of man-made vehicle or appliance we would like to have our own creature monster inside of. For two chunks and a hunk, I'm Jordan, and my creature monster is going in my freezer. Uh, I'd love to always make sure that that little ice button is not pushed up. I I hate when we stop making ice, and I'd love to have somebody Mm. just get it for me. (laughs) Bring the fridge over. 
dump it out. Give me some ice. I think that'd be great. Maybe go ahead and pre-open the things from my freezer and fridge that I want before I go over there, you know, get up from my couch and be like, I'm coming for the pickles. And then the pickle jars are already open. So yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's my dream. Love it. I'm Doge. My answer is rollerblades. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm Carter and uh, I want my monster to be a doormat. <laughs> Like emotionally, it's a security. No, it's a security <laughs> oh, monster, okay. um, and it knows what is like legitimately a threat and shouldn't be there, and eliminates. I it. love that. I think that's really great. Good use of Creech. Yeah. Hey, his teeth are scary. Yeah, I don't like it at all. That was cool. It, it looked like uh, one of the creatures we got in uh, Force Awakens. Yes, <clears throat> Rathtar. Oh my gosh, he does look like a Rathtar. There you are. 